All right, you just watched an employee at work mess something up and it have effects on other people. Or maybe you're at home and you watch a child of yours or your teenager make a mistake and you decide to sit down with them, talk through what happened and they look you in the eye and they say, yep, I messed up, I will change. And you walk away and you think to yourself, Yeah, right. You have done this before and you're gonna do it again. And then you just kind of wait for them to mess up again. I am here to tell you that as a leader, there is a better way. There is a way for you to follow up with your employee who made a mistake. And there is a way for you to follow up with your child who continues to make mistakes. And in this follow-up, you are actually going to increase their confidence that they can change their behavior. And you are also going to support them while they learn from their mistake and grow into someone who uses that mistake to set themselves up for success in the future. I am so excited for this one because there are just so many situations where people in our lives fail at something or make a mistake or do something that frustrates us or makes us angry and there is like a positive way for you to support them and see better results not just with you but them out in their lives with others as well so when you step into being a leader who helps them grow you are not only helping your own relationship with this person but you are helping this person with future relationships i cannot wait for this one because i think there are many of us who see people make mistakes on a daily basis and i want you to start seeing mistakes in a better way i'm pumped let's go Welcome to the What If It Works podcast. Today, we are celebrating mistakes. That's right. We know mistakes are going to happen. People are going to take action that does not align with what you want to see, whether that be at work or at home or in relationships in your life. And therefore, we need to make sure that we, as the leader of our culture, we are modeling and respecting the growth that comes from one making a mistake. Mistakes are going to happen. The best thing we can do is recognize them and learn and grow from them. However, we need to remember that not everyone grew up in the same household, being taught the same thing about mistakes. Someone may have grown up in a household where when you make a mistake, you feel a lot of guilt and a lot of shame. And other people have grown up in a household where you made a mistake, but that's okay. We fix it, we learn from it, and we move on. And just this alone, recognizing this as a leader is so important because you could walk into work tomorrow and say, Here at ABC Company, we celebrate mistakes, but there is still some 
messaging being held in the brains of those people who feel a lot of guilt and shame around mistakes, which is why we need to make sure to handle mistakes with respect and positivity that there is a different way to learn and grow from this situation. I want to talk about two things. As I was thinking about this episode today, I was like, gosh, what does the brain do with mistakes? And I want to share a little bit about this. I found this from psychologues online. So it's like psychology, but it's psychologs. But I didn't want to say psychologs because it's psychologues. Anyways, here we go. It talked about that when we make a mistake, If the brain focuses on the mistake for too long, the brain starts to make more mistakes more often because they are feeling guilt and shame around that mistake. Now, something else your brain does. When you make a mistake, there is actually a negative pulse that goes through your body when you recognize that you've made a mistake. Now, the good news is, in that moment, we gain what's called negative knowledge, meaning that we learn what's wrong, what we shouldn't do. The good news is, if we take a time out and we recognize that, it also gives us the answer to positive knowledge, and we are more likely to choose a better option. So knowing this about our brains, we need to make sure that people around us, people at work and people in our home, when they make a mistake, they don't dwell and focus on it. And us as leaders, we don't do that either. We recognize it. We learn that negative knowledge, what not to do. And hopefully that allows us time to choose a better option going forward. However, your brain has something called the frequency bias. Meaning, if we have been making this mistake over and over and over and over without recognizing it as a mistake, then our brain will want to keep doing that activity. I think about this with my son and his socks. My son takes off his socks almost every night and he drops them on the living room floor. And at first he was young, right? He's five. I'll pick up his socks. And then he's six and I'm like mentioning it to him every once in a while, but not consistently. And now he is nine. (laughs) Now this feels like my mistake. And not his mistake, because this is how he's always done it. Taking his socks off and dropping them on the living room floor frequently, literally every night, is the way his brain has always functioned. And now me calling it out as an error, as a mistake, does not align with his actions. And so now getting him to take a new path and create new actions for when his feet get warm at night is going to take some time. And so think about that with your employees. Do you have a team member who does something and they consistently do it and you don't love it and it is it is not good for the company? Let's say it's how they communicate or how they send emails. And in your head, you're thinking to yourself, This is not right. So in your head, this is a mistake. They need to not communicate in this way. 
Well, you need to remember that they are functioning on frequency bias, that that is how they always write their emails. That is how they always request information. And so making sure to help them recognize the negative impact that maybe their action is having so that they can learn that negative knowledge, learn new knowledge, and choose a better way going forward. I want you to go back in your past and think about a mistake you made as a child. And maybe you had a parent say, go to your room and think about what you've done. Now, this felt like a very good piece of advice, right? The parent is trying to get the child to go to a quiet space and think about what they've done. However, I don't know about you, but I went to my room and I thought about how mad I was. I was not replaying the actions I took, thinking about what went wrong, diving into what I thought the other person was experiencing, and then thinking through better choices going forward. That is not what I was doing as a 12-year-old down in my room after sassing back to my parents, right? And probably neither were you. So let's talk about how we can use that experience that maybe some of us had to move forward with other people in our lives and really truly help them think about what they've done in an actionable way to learn from their mistakes. And so here is the mistake follow-up that I'd love to share with you. First and foremost, when a team member or a child or your spouse makes a mistake, we need to evaluate, is this a mistake they need to learn from Or did they just take a course of action that we didn't like? Now I'm going to take a little one minute segue to remind all of you that we need to think about the end result. And if the end result is achieved, then it might be us. That's a little bit of the problem. So for example, with my child and his socks, if the end result is at the end of the night, those socks are picked up. And he does that before he goes to bed. Then there's really not a mistake happening, right? However, if I want him to, the moment he realizes he wants to take his socks off, get up from whatever he is doing, walk to the bathroom, take his socks off, and drop his socks into the hamper, that's how I want it handled. We need to realize What's the end result that I want? I want the socks in the hamper. And as long as those socks go in the hamper by the time that he is on his way down to bed, okay. So sometimes we need to reflect. Is it that we think it's a mistake when in reality it's just a different way of doing things? Or is it truly a mistake? Um, You know, let's say someone at work says something in a way that frustrates another employee and it was it was rude and it was not thoughtful and it was not helpful information that's a mistake we really want to help them fix and so how can we have a conversation about the mistake to really guide a new set of actions secondly 
if it is a high emotional situation, our brains cannot take in new information. And so if you are trying to give a way to not repeat that mistake and the person you're talking to is visibly upset or frustrated, they are not going to be able to take in your new information, your new tip, your way to solve this problem, as well as if they are being spoken to when the emotions are low. And so really think about that. At home, if there is an outburst and a situation, I try to remedy it fairly quickly in the moment, but I don't talk about what are we going to do next time until bedtime that night, or if it happens in the evening, either the next morning on the drive to school or bedtime the following day, because I want my daughter or my son to really be able to process the situation when they are not emotionally charged about the situation. And so making sure that you are having this conversation with your teammate, employee, or your spouse, child, when emotions are not attached to the event. So let's say this is a situation at work. You might want to wait until the following workday and say, hey, I want to have a conversation about what happened yesterday. Now, honestly, if it needs to be resolved instantly, Go ahead and take the actions you need to to resolve it instantly. If this is a manufacturing company and a mistake is made, you need to resolve that pretty quickly. But talk about the resolution, the mistake, and action steps going forward the following day when emotions are low. So let's get into it. I'm going to just call this the mistake follow-through. A mistake has been made. We're aware of it. They're aware of it. And we're going to have a conversation about it. First and foremost, we want to identify what action led to the mistake. So sometimes we can talk about mistakes as, well, that hurt so-and-so's feelings. And so it sounds like the mistake is we hurt someone's feelings instead of the mistake was the words that impacted the person, right? And so really making sure that you get clear on what the mistake was, If you are in a setting where someone needs to read information to create something for the project and they make a mistake and it's going to cost you a lot of time and money to redo that situation, redo whatever the product is, that's a conversation you have. But instead of saying, hey, you made a mistake that caused us to have to redo this. And so we need to not be redoing projects. That's not helpful. You need to go back to what was the action that led to this mistake. So maybe it was somebody not reading a blueprint correctly or someone not clicking into the notes of the project um, where someone wrote the specifics in, right? Maybe somebody didn't make a phone call to verify the specs of the specific project. That's a mistake. The specs aren't the mistake. It's the action that led to the mistake that we need to get extremely clear on. So number one, we need to get clear on what the mistake is. Number two, we need to help increase the confidence of the person who made the mistake and reminding them that one action led to the mistake, which means one action can avoid the mistake next time. And that's how we really increase confidence. This can look a couple ways. 
asking something like, what did we learn from that mistake? What can we do differently next time? And that's good. And that's usually where it stops, right? We identify a mistake and then we say, what are we going to do next time? And the person tells us exactly what we want to hear. And we say, excellent. Thank you. And we move forward. And sometimes we then wait to see if they will make a mistake again. And I'm here to tell you that that is, there is a better way to help them reach success the next time instead of sitting and waiting for it to happen again. And so here's the third piece. So number one, identify the mistake. Number two, grow their confidence in the next action plan. And number three, what resource do they need to make sure they take that new action the next time? Is it adding a post-it note on their computer screen? Is it you checking in with them? Are you the resource? Hey, next time we work on a project like this, I'm going to check in with you after the project outline is created to make sure we're all on the same page. Maybe the resource is simply something in their calendar. Maybe the mistake is they missed a meeting. Maybe the mistake is they were not prepared for a deadline. Well, what resource do they need to help avoid that mistake and take the action they said they knew would fix the mistake. So following up, you are going to, number one, identify what the mistake was. And you might even ask them, again, what action led to this mistake happening? Number two, grow their confidence by acting. What can you do next time to avoid this situation? They give you a response. Lastly, you're going to wrap up with what do you need from me or what resource do you need to make sure that you take that action that you just described and then support them, guide them, help them figure out what that resource is, help them with, like I said, maybe setting a timer, sending an email reminder. Um, asking them to set a timer when they send an email. They get the email done, and before they hit send, they set a 30-second timer on their computer. And in those 30 seconds, they reread their email, thinking about the person receiving it, making sure that the information in there is clear, right? There are ways for them to avoid that mistake, and they need you as the leader to guide them through that process. I know that so many of you are parents or coaches, and I just want you to think about if you had a parent or a coach walk you through this instead of maybe what you experienced as a child or as a student athlete, identifying the mistake, the action that led to the mistake, growing their confidence that they can do it, they can change their behavior. And asking them what they need to do differently. And then supporting them. What do you need from me? What resource do you need? Maybe you have a basketball player that needs to work on memorizing the plays. They're in a game. They make a mistake. They do the wrong play. And instead of pulling them onto the bench and being like, sit down. You need to memorize the playbook. Or I can't even put you in because you don't know the playbook. You walk over. You get in front of them while they are sitting on their chair, and you say, hey, Macy, 
let's talk about what action led to that turnover. It was this. Great. What, are, what can we do next time so we don't have that happen? They tell you and you say, I know you can do that. I know that you can take that extra split second to do that other action. What resource do you need? How can I help you? And they say, I just forgot. Okay, well, next time we're going to remember that. You're going to take that extra split, split second to think about your pass, and then you're going to pass that ball. I got faith in you. Let's do this. Just imagine the growth that comes from that. Imagine how that person feels about that mistake. What do they go home believing after that conversation? And what do they believe in the future about their mistakes? Because you modeled it in such a way that felt comfortable and empowering. That is what I want to leave you with today. What if it works and you change this person's belief about mistakes and now believe, mistakes are celebrated and they know that, hey, oh, shoot, that was wrong. But hey, here's an action I can take next time. I got this. Or that was wrong. I know I need to do this, but I don't know how to do it. I'm going to go seek out someone who does this better than me. That's a resource. I'm going to set a timer I'm going to set an alarm so that I can really make this new thing happen. What is their, how is their life different a year from then? Five years from then? Ten years from then? We have the ability to change people's views of themselves and of their growth. But we need to take action. And what if it works? Imagine how you will feel knowing you supported them in handling themselves as a true leader of their own actions. And then imagine what it does for the others in your office, at your shop, on your team, in your household. I look at child one and child two in my own house and child one is nervous about making mistakes because for years when she was young, I wanted her to be perfect. And child two is making mistakes every day, guys, and laughing through it because I recognized how my behavior shaped child one. And I relaxed a little bit with child two. And so now I'm really working with both of them on celebrating mistakes. They both know mom makes a ton of mistakes and they'll chuckle about it. And I've noticed mistakes being made by both of them and there's some chuckling about it or there's some recognition of that mistake happening and then a smile afterwards. And that is what I want them taking with them throughout the future. We're all going to make mistakes, and there is a faster way to learn from them than dwelling on them. Because like I told you earlier, when you focus on mistakes, you have a tendency to make more of them. When you focus on the action that will avoid that mistake, you will hopefully focus on that. I so appreciate you being here, and I appreciate your willingness to grow and act and seriously change the lives of other people. Keep doing what you're doing.
got a little emotional at the end of that last piece. And I think it's just because I know the power in leading with your heart and leading in a way that benefits other people and their success long term. I get all the feels. If this episode fired you up or if you also are on a mission to lead and create impact and influence with others, I would absolutely love it if you dropped a review. You can do that on the platform that you are listening on right now. Also, if you know other people would learn and grow from this episode, please share this to Facebook or Instagram. Share it on LinkedIn. You can find a post on Instagram to share to your stories or on Facebook. Check out the Impact to Influence Facebook page. Also, I am always open to hearing your feedback on email. My email address is impact at annvote.com. I want to know how this inspired you today or if you have another idea related to today's content or future content. I am here to learn and grow with you and create change together. Thank you so much for being here. Have the best week.